Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello again, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. So this episode is the beginning of our holiday season. And yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's in full. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. This is the best season of all, I think. Yeah. It's in full swing everywhere. It's in full swing at our house. We have a Christmas party every single weekend from now <laughs> until the holidays. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, great. It's not great for my waistline, Lord. <laughs> oh, the calories, there's all kinds of good Christmas foods. I know. And so like all the parties are going to be just food fest. Yeah, that's for so, sure. y- so you were telling me you're, you have a present in the mail that's already come to your house. I have house. a present that is sitting there and I know exactly what oh, it is. Oh, that's from, hard. from my mother. I, <laughs> she had to ask me a question about it to get the right thing. So it's a technology thing, which I'm a sucker for. So I don't know. <laughs> of I don't, course. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to wait before. You're a man, I, before, right? That's stereotypical. All men love gadgets. Gadgets. I do. I love, I love my gadgets and they are, there's a new one that is sitting there. So uh, I'm sweating you, bullets until she gets here. Oh, I mean, I don't have to peek. I know, I know what it is. <laughs> it's about playing with it. I want to play with it. <laughs> and it um, is. It's my toys. It's an Apple Watch. Oh so my I'm, gosh, I'm that's excited. great. I'm super excited. Are y'all your really your family in the Christmas spirit? Y'all getting into it? We are. We have the Christmas tree up. This is the weekend to decorate it, and oh, fun. we have a few parties ahead too. It's actually my birthday around Christmas time, yeah. and. I have four friends who have birthdays this time of year, and we all get together and celebrate and have a big party as well. So that's another thing to do. Yeah. That's fun. That's I've awesome. always I've always felt really special, you know, like the whole world is celebrating with me. So That's fantastic. Well, that's yeah. my wife's too. My wife's birthday oh. is on Christmas Day, oh, actually. What a, and then what a my son's thing. my son's birthday is on the 12th and my daughter's oh. birthday is on the 30th. Oh my gosh. So we have and my anniversary is on the 1st. Oh. So 
If you're looking for Happy any anniversary. Well, thank you. But if you're looking for anything more than a hello from me, I'll be completely broke. So <laughs> no gifts for anyone else. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. great. So Well, we thought to this episode we would talk about the gift of family, which is really attachment. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I definitely work from attachment theory, which is a scientifically researched theory and we wanted to explain it to people and then eventually maybe next episode we're going to talk about it we haven't forgotten about sex because sex is kind of the the icing on the cake that seals attachment but we wanted to explain to you what attachment is Hmm. how you get it from your families and how you can give it to each other as a couple and and why it's so healing and why it's so important yeah and it it really is it has a lot to do with sex because there's all kinds of research out there about the effect of insecure attachments on our sexual relationships. Right. And so it becomes really important that we have secure attachments. But the thing that mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't know about the attachment is that it can change. Like it's not it's not fixed. It doesn't because you had if you had poor attachment in childhood, it doesn't mean that it can't it can't right. be different. If you got a bad gift of attachment in childhood, it doesn't mean that, that it can't change, which is we, one of we the can beauties grow and of heal. Yeah, is one of the beauties of relationships yeah. of adult relationships is that we can and coupleship is that. really the the marriage or the committed coupleship is a primary place to heal. I mean, the marriage is this central place that we can learn secure attachment. You know, mm-hmm. if we have a partner who also is secure or yeah. wants to be secure, and there's behaviors that we can do to help each other become more secure. Yeah, and so maybe we should start by explaining for those that don't know when we when we say attachment styles. What's your definition, Lori? How would you how would you explain it in a way that's understandable for right. people? So I talk a lot about the insecure attachment styles, mm-hmm. the pursuer and the distancer. Yeah, the two different types of it. But maybe we should start with what does a secure attachment look attachment like? look yeah. like? Yeah, I talk about it in terms of it is as children that we it's our safe place, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. as we grow, we start to take risk and venture out from from home and we risk things we we try new things and when we fail if we have a secure attachment that's the place that we come back to it's almost right. it's almost like a bungee cord attached to a kid yeah. right where they run yeah. out and try new things and then it snaps back and it pulls them back uh-huh. and so in relationships and developing relationships secure attachment means that i have a relationship at home that i can trust that is safe that is secure, that mm-hmm. I know is not going to is going to be there for me when I fail. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I have a lot more confidence to go and incrementally try new things, especially in relationships, to say hello to people, even to begin to talk to strangers, to, to initiate, trust people, to trust people. Yeah. To, to get close to people. Yeah. If, if we're secure at home, then we can become independent safely. Mm-hmm. And, and I was going to say we can go out and try new things, new ideas, new endeavors and if we do fail, it's not devastating to our That's self-esteem right. because the deep sense of I'm a good person because I'm loved is inside of us. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that, that speaks to so many levels. And I think people underestimate it, right? They, mm-hmm. they, if they didn't have a secure attachment mm-hmm. when they're young, they don't understand the effects that that has on their current adult relationships. And the, the effects are just are just numerous, they're right? In, they're enormous Yeah, in terms of our ability to succeed professionally or in our work endeavors, as well as to succeed in our relationships and our marriages yeah. and with our children, with our own children. Yeah, because we pass that, we pass that on, right? 
if we don't do the work to heal from insecure attachments as a child, we're going to pass them on to our, we're going to pass them on to our children. Absolutely. It's just a cycle that just keeps going on and on. Right. There's this proverb that says the sins of the fathers are passed on for four generations and, and an insecure attachment, unfortunately, gets passed on to the children mm-hmm. and the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren. But the cool thing about it is if one generation takes a stand, mm-hmm. the proverb also says that for a thousand generations forward, yeah. there's a, a new way. It's like if you will change in your couple, as a couple, if you will change in your relationship, you will basically bless a thousand generations forward in your family line Mm. with the ability to deeply connect, to feel self-confident and secure in their work. I mean, this is an amazing, you know, work that we can do in one generation with our partner. Yeah. And what you're talking about is a legacy, right? It is. It's something that carries on and that affects not just you, but affects, affects generations. And I think that's a beautiful thing because I think sometimes we think, well, what, why, what, why should I do the work to kind of address these attachment issues? Why should I do that? When what we're talking about is that it is going to it is going to have a ripple effect, um, not just for your relationship, but for your children's relationships to come. And it's going to be a model for other people. That's we, right. we have to have That's models. Right. right? And we if we do. don't have if we don't have a secure attachment modeled modeled for us, then it's going to be difficult for us to, to break that. And I know that when we talk about secure attachments, a lot of people don't have those just for issues that are way out of their control and out of their parents' control. Mm -hmm. Um, When you talk about loss or just a lot of different reasons why parents weren't around and weren't able to offer those secure attachments. Exactly. So you can have those with other people, right? If there's another attachment, another adult in your life, ideally you have it with your parents. But if there's another adult that you had a secure attachment with that was a safe place, that was around consistently. Right. um, Often like a grandparent. Sometimes grandparents are Mm stand-ins for the parents who, you know, are more messed up. They say, one good grandmother is worth seven years of therapy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can tell and, that. and let us true. and you know we're therapists. We know that yeah. therapy is a place that we teach people about mm-hmm. secure attachment. Right? We yeah. listen to them, care about them, don't judge them about That's their right. failures, but help them see kind of how they're getting in their own way, and help them offer them another path. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what they might be doing that would work better. Yeah, and so, I, ideally that comes from that comes from an early family member. Right? Ideally, all right. Yeah. I think I think if we if we had our druthers, there's we w- two of us out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That there's other people that do that. Uncles. I think sometimes pastors, rabbis, mm-hmm. um, teachers, Absolutely. coaches. Teachers. Well, can co- God love the teachers out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I know that. So uh, you know, my parents divorced, and obviously that that's a big you know, rift in terms of your security as a child. But I remember I had a fifth grade teacher. Her name was Miss Alford, you know, and she met me at the door every single morning with Mm -hmm. a hug, with, you know, like sort of how are you doing, just kind of helping me start my day off right. And it was like, you know, to this day, 50 years later or 40 years later, I guess, you know, I still think about that teacher and her gift to me of attachment, of Mm -hmm. being able to be a secure base. And we can do that for people, right? Yeah. I love that idea of secure base. That's such an easy concept for us mm-hmm. to understand. Like even children on the playground playing tag have a safe, ba- a safe they have base. have a safe base. Right? And they yeah. run back to it and that's where they're safe. Yeah. And so they go out. I-, I love that. I mean, I think that's what we want to be for each other. And I think that's something 
that when families come together the holidays holidays i hear so many people talk about the stress of the holidays yes, yes. right How because giddy- you know my family's coming for 7 days which means i got to like have 7 more years of therapy right? <laughs> that's right it just it just doubles it just doubles down on your therapy <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. <laughs> but i think i think if, if we if one thing people can take from this is like that's a great way to offer safety it's a great yes. time um, to offer safety to your to your family members and I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe talking about some ways that people can be a safe base mm-hmm. for for their family, because some people just don't know. Right. I know I know I didn't. I know I had to be taught what safety was, yes. you know, and I, and I think we that's something, again, that we have to learn. Well, let's come back after the break and really describe a secure attachment. And maybe we'll offer you some action steps for this holiday of what you can give to your partner that creates more security. And, you know, security, why it's important is that from that basis, we can be more adventurous. Yes. We can go out there and not worry so much about failing. It's reducing I mean, anxiety. Think about that in bed. You want an adventurous partner? Have you given your partner deep security? So we'll be right back. Wanting Sex Again, How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido from early marriage through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them, it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy improve your sex and improve your relationship with awakening center for couples and intimacy find out more at awakenloveandsex.com and sign up for their next couples retreat weekend hosted by Lori watson awakenloveandsex.com awaken what's possible it is one of my great joys in life to be able to really help individuals and couples find strength in their relationships and really find hope again. Licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews from Matthews Counseling. I work with a wide variety of issues, including depression and anxiety, marital issues, issues with adolescence. I believe that therapy should be designed around you, that it should be personalized to who you are and to your unique situation. Therapy is available in office, online, and by phone. I want therapy to be comfortable for everyone. At our office, you'll find that we sit around a fireplace in deep, comfortable chairs, look at the problem differently, and offer practical solutions for you to take home and utilize outside of the therapy room. Schedule today and rediscover hope. You can find me on the web at matthewscounseling.net. Matthews with one T. You can contact us through email or phone and find a lot of resources on our website, matthewscounseling.net. So we're back with Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy, Lori Watson, sex therapist, and Dr. Adam Matthews, couples therapist. And we're talking today about attachment, trying to describe to you what secure attachment is and why it's important, and especially just celebrating the gift of attachment at this holiday season. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things when you think about secure attachment and what that means, how, how securely attached people play out in relationships, I love the concept that they are both balanced in their independence and their ability to be intimate in their relationship. Yes. It's really both and. It's not one or the other. It, I think Security and attachment is not just being smothered in yeah, love. That's right. Right. It's actually this beautiful balance. Yeah. Of yes, feeling love, but also feeling space and yeah. like that your partner celebrates your separateness, your separate work, Absolutely. your own purpose. Yes. I, I feel like couples come in always trying to strive for that balance. Yes. You know, between allowing their partner to go mm-hmm. and allowing uh, and wanting their partner with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That that balance between interdependence and independence. Mm-hmm. Right. And that and I think that's striking that but when you're have a when you've had secure attached securely attached relationships early in life, you're much more likely to be able to have them um, naturally when you're an adult. Right. Give, a, give us an example of what that would look like. Maybe. Well, I think, I think securely attached people would say things like, it's easy to become emotionally connected with others. Right. right? right. Um, it's easy for me to trust. Mm-hmm. Um, but they would also say, but they're not emotionally reactive to what's going on with other people either. So mm-hmm. if you're upset with me, it doesn't necessarily send me into a, a depressive tailspin. Uh-huh. Right? Or make me withdraw. Or make me withdraw or make me try to cling to you more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm independent from you, but I'm concerned about you as I'm concerned about you as well. If you told but I'm me, not freaked out by your freak out. Yes. You know. Yes. Your drama is not my drama. Right. But we care. I mean, yeah, if it's our absolutely. partner, we, we love them. I like one of the things that drives me crazy is the partner who says, you know, I don't care if I have sex again. Right. But mm. they're married or they're in a relationship and their partner is desperately unhappy about that. And it's like, how do you maintain a position in life that you're yeah. OK with this? Even though you know it makes your partner desperately unhappy, that's yeah. that's too far, right? That's yeah. that's not interdependence. That's I don't even know if that's independence or yeah. so much as that's withdrawal. Yeah, I think I think one of the, another example that I can think of just in my own life is when we talk when me and my wife talk about checking in with each other mm-hmm. about what we're going to do and where we're going to go and stuff yeah. like that. We talk about it in terms. Some people look at it and goes, "Well, well, you need permission from your wife to go do something." I say, "I absolutely do not need permission from my wife to go do something, but I care right. enough about her to let her know that oh. this is that this is what is happening." Yes, I love know? that. And I think that's, I, love that. I think th- to me that's where that's one of the areas that we try to practice. That mm-hmm. is just saying, "Go do be you." Right. Know that I'm here, but we care enough about each other to say, "Hey, I'm about to go." you know, do this thing, any issues for you, any problem, anything that's what you like, what's going on with you? Yeah. Is it conflicting with something you want to do? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Right. And I think so to me that that's a, that's a way that it comes out in, in relationship. Right. It's a way to stay connected. I, I have a patient who is not securely attached, did not come from that in his childhood and refuses to tell his wife when he'll be home for dinner. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I don't know when I'll be home for dinner. You know, I can't possibly know. And I'm like, well, can you make an appointment with a client and be there on time? And the answer, of course, is yes. yes I can yeah. always do that. But somehow or another, I can't say, you know, when I'll be home for dinner. And it's just like, you know, how do you run a family like that? If you And it doesn't mean I will be home at 6, but it's like, hey, this is my best guess. It's, you know, it, I'm running late. It looks like 7. Yeah. And then if, you know, you're 15 minutes out at 6.45 and you know you're not going to be there till 7.30, you give a holler. You you 
hmm. you know, text and say, I'm later than I expected. It, do, it doesn't have to be rigid. Yeah. It's just like what you described. It's, you know, it's a way to check in and keep each other posted, yeah. connected without being suffocated. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, another way I see this play out, Lori, is in, is in expressions of hurt, mm-hmm. right? Securely attached people are not afraid of other people's hurts, Yeah. right? Securely attached people don't get defensive when their partner expresses that hurt and their hurt gets to be their hurt. Even if it's a, even if it's about, even, even if it's they, about me. you hurt me. Yeah. Right? Even yeah. if I, if I hurt you, right. Right. I can tolerate the fact that, of uh, that you were hurt by that. Even if, even sometimes if I don't agree, right. Or if I don't understand. Right. Or if I don't think I did that. Yeah, absolutely. Or if only you knew my side of it, you wouldn't feel hurt. That's it's like, right. We wait, we wait and yeah. let the person, our partner tell us what yeah. hurt them. Yeah, and I think that that the secure attachment just aids in the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. We don't have to defend. We don't have to. We don't have to exert a control or power over the other over the other person. Um, we get to be we get to be equal in a relationship, a hundred, a hundred. And mm-hmm. if you're hurt, your hurt is your hurt, my hurt is my hurt, and we work together to figure out how to make that better. Yeah, I, I also think that in secure attachment, we've said this before, but when your partner makes a bid for the, your attention. You know, says, hey, um, you know, let me show you what I got the kids for Christmas. You know, you put the paper down or the computer down and mm-hmm. say, oh, let's go. Let's go look. I, I, I'd love to see what you got the kids for Christmas. Oh, or yeah. or maybe your partner says, hey, what do you want for Christmas? And you don't just go whatever. You know, you think about it and you respond in kind. Right. In terms uh. of participating in the conversation and the interest of the moment. Oh, Lori, I'm so bad at that. Christmas presents. My <laughs> wife was telling me, uh, talking to me, trying to talk to me about what Christmas True presents. True confessions I, at what, Christmas by Adam Matthews. Oh my Matthews. goodness! What talking about what I wanted, what I thought would be good Christmas presents for the girls. Uh, I think I failed in that bid. My goodness, yeah. As that's, long as you show important. interest, it, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. You don't have to have answers, right? It's you have to be tuned into the conversation. Yeah. Well, and she and, and bless her because she is. She's so. She's so secure. Like she had mm-hmm. such good secure attachments, so That's she great. more so than more so than me. So one of the things she said, <laughs> she said to me was, "You're not interested in this at all, are you?" <laughs> and I was going to say, uh, "No," <laughs> and that and she was okay with that. I mean, I think that's like she really modeled for me some secure attachment there because yeah. she was just like it didn't affect her and it didn't blow up into some huge thing. Right. You know, that I failed at that. And I think, you know, one of the things at the holidays that marks a securely attached family is celebration. Oh, yeah. Like they take time out to be together, to offer each other gifts, to spend time together and and meals together. And and it's a joyful coming together. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, for many people, that's one of their happiest childhood memories is when everybody was happy. The relatives came over and it was good. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of a marker in terms of does your family take the time out to celebrate and set aside holiday time or birthday Mm, time or something that really marks them as special what you're talking about family yeah what you're talking about to me is tradition like that's one of the reasons christmas is so valuable for so many people is because there's traditions that create safety and create routine and create at least even as an adult at least once a year i get to go back to the safe place that is so familiar that is so comfortable where I can completely be myself. Foods. Eat the same food. <laughs> yes, don't yeah. try to change up my Christmas food. <laughs> I don't right. want any of your fancy chutneys <laughs> or spreads or yeah. I don't I don't you know, I don't want anything flambéed, right. nothing right. fancy. Just give me the classics. 
Yeah, I mean, we want it. That that's the reason that has such a draw to us. I I think so too. I absolutely. You're you're speaking my language, and I you know I compare that to the family's the insecure attachment, right? Maybe the alcoholic mom. Mm-hmm who doesn't put together a meal and doesn't gather the family and yeah. isn't capable or the father who you know you, you know maybe the divorced father who doesn't even call the kids on yeah. christmas forgets to send the birthday gifts forgets to mark the yeah. their children as special and the children are just left bereft right i yeah. mean or or the family where you know uncle sam is drunk and you know mom and dad have a big fight and i mean it doesn't even have to be yeah. drastic you can't to trust create anything. insecure yeah. attachment right yeah. you can't trust in an insecure attachment yeah and i think we should say too like we're n- we're not pr- uh, promoting any specific traditions That's or right. any or any no. specific way of doing the holiday season but that that when you have something that is very safe and and reliable and routine it creates it's it's a great way to start to create right. a, a we're attachment. talking about emotional connection That's and right. practical ways to enforce that so Lori, when you think about that there's going to be hundreds of people venturing to some places that are probably not safe for them, yes. insecure, yes. like and they're going with their partner, like, yes. what do you think are some things that, that partners can do for each other to help create that secure attachment and, and, and promote, will promote right. secure attachment while they're there with their families over the holidays? So my favorite suggestion is tell your family that you need a shopping day. And go mm-hmm. off with your partner alone. Yeah, Maybe so leave the children with your, the grandparents if you trust that. Yeah. And go off and just spend time together. Debrief the family chaos. Mm. Uh, maybe rent a hotel room seriously and have sex. Because it, for many people, it's hard to be sexual in their parents' home or in their in-laws' home. And, yeah. and so, you know, here's this rest, this joyful time. A lot of us, you know, take time off work and we're thinking vacation time. And vacation time means sex time. Yeah. And then there's no sex. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know, so, I mean, definitely take one day or a half day apart to be together. Well, and and talking about sex is a great way to remind each other that you're securely attached. Yes. Right. That you're that you're together in that, that you have a secure attachment. Mm -hmm. It's a great. I mean, it's it's the most profound, I think, physical expression. But I would also say. You know, take a lot of time to be affectionate with your partner. I mean, yeah. it can be stressful at the holidays. So mini back rubs and, you know, yeah. hair ruffling and hugs and looking at each other in the eyes and saying, I love you, mm. especially if they're going home and you know their parents are not so great to them or their yeah. siblings tease them. Oh, that. Right. You know, take time to affirm your partner. And I, was, I would say, too, you know, take that along that goes along with that is to listen to the ways their family is hurting them during that time or yeah. not not safe but don't try to solve the problem right i, I agree don't, family systems are too complicated to solve right. on right. on the holiday yeah don't try to tra- solve your partner's family uh, family drama but yeah. take a walk suggest a walk listen to all the ways that the frustration has come out to blow off steam right. and get it out. I think that just rem- that is just a reminder that your relationship is a secure place that you can do that, that you can right. vent and be heard and be validated. Absolutely. Well, we wish you all happy holidays. We're so grateful for you listening to us, and we hope that uh, we become a gift of attachment to you, learning yeah, about security here. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. 